Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and man, it's been a week. Um, normally I would release an episode on Monday that has an interview with it. And we did, but I did a double, uh, release this week because I got stuff to say. (laughs) And, um, I think if you are a spiritual person or someone who is on this journey, then I'm here to tell you that now is the time. This is it what we've been kind of feeling pregnant about for a while, what we've been feeling that, you know, what's happening in the world and and why does it look like everything is falling apart? Because it's supposed to. It's supposed to fall apart. We incarnated during a very heavy time of catalysts so we could break an old system that's been running this program for so long and it's time it's time to overturn that program that paradigm that template it is time to tap into our spiritual gifts our six senses our abilities to affect change and vibration and frequency i spoke earlier um on a friend's episode and said that anti-racist work is spiritual work. Healing our wounds and our traumas is spiritual work. Us looking deep within ourselves and gaining new aspects of ourselves, new perspectives is as a means to expand our soul. So while everything is happening and it's super fucking heavy, it's time. This is what we're here for right now. This discomfort is a means of the universe pushing us towards a different reality and changing the way that we see the world, changing the way we see ourselves. And while my day-to-day as a black woman in America is heavy and the last few days I've been having panic attacks and heart palpitations and just involving myself in the new cycle because typically as an empath, I would very much limit my interaction with um, subjects that would make me feel triggered. And I had to run into the fire with that. I had to say, okay, you know, my fear of expressing my pain and my perspective, because typically there's not space for it, um, is a no more thing that I need to speak up and I need to say my piece uh, it, it is important 
It is part of why I'm here. And I called you guys to do the same thing um, in my last episode, um, 53. And I just want to speak from now a spiritual perspective, spiritual people. If you're someone who prays and someone who meditates and someone who practices, maybe you're uh, a Wiccan or a crystal healer or uh, voodoo or hoodoo or a Christian or a Buddhist or Hindu, like, you know, there's so, so many aspects to our spirituality, but we all know this thing called prayer or meditation or thoughts or law of attraction or whatever that is, putting out into the ether a frequency that will allow us to make change, not just in the physical world, but in the spiritual one, that we have abilities and we have power and that the lie and narrative that there's nothing we can do or we feel helpless or it's not my place is what keeps things the same. And I think that the universe has made it so uncomfortable and so unbearable that we've been forced to move that because it is time. In years prior, we we had the opportunity to turn a blind eye and look away and return back to what our comfort was. But as you can see right now, no more. The pandemic I I can see is what started to wake people up in that process. The fires that happened, the celebrity deaths that happened, like this whole year has been like on biblical level, um, like a revelation. And while I don't believe in hell, I do believe in revolution and what it means that this critical time that we've been set in is, it is so challenging to look outside and see a world that looks like a movie and not be able to turn it off, to be in a bad dream and not be able to wake up. And I think the thing that gives me the most hope is that like, no, we were, we were called to come here for this. Our souls are excited. This is the overturning of an old program and paradigm that has kept us from really living. We've been enslaved in our minds, in our spirits, in our bodies on so many different levels, stuck in loops of trauma, no healing, no soul expansion. Our spirits have been stagnant and seeking something, right? Like you're listening to this show because you were seeking something, right? Like you're looking for something. You're you're opening yourself up to a new perspective, a new view uh, to, to change your heart in some kind of way, because you know that this ain't it. You know that this isn't right. You know that this is uncomfortable. You know that there must be something else. There must be more. And I'm here to tell you there's more, there's a shit ton more. And this makes me excited in the midst of my trauma and my pain and me trying to heal ancestral trauma and epigenetical trauma and knowing that what I watch in the news is my uncle's brothers, sisters, mothers, cousins, I, I'm excited, not at our pain, but in the knowledge that we have come to such a painful place that there must be change that we came in for this. I feel deep purpose here. I know that my 
my spirit has been pushing me and pushing me and pushing me and saying like, Hey, like we're trying to get you towards this, this thing. And it's been something I begrudged because it's been painful. So painful y'all. Like it is so difficult to, to deal with a world that you look at that doesn't work for you and that the rules don't apply the same to you and your people. And while that reality is, is really tough to stomach at times, at the same time, I'm watching from a spiritual perspective and I'm saying, seeing that, wow, some, something, this, this one feels different. This I've never had this many of my friends reach out to see if I was okay. I've never had this amount of friends or people that I don't know reposting my stuff or, or, um, reposting things that speak to experiences that are not their own. This is the wake up call. This is the great awakening. We are in it. And if the world has to burn to the ground, and I don't say that in a means of condoning violence, I mean that as a burn down the paradigms that have been working this program for too long. We've had a virus in the computer system (laughs) and we need new software completely. So I'm excited about what's to come. And I know we're probably looking at another, you know, five to 10 years of what we would consider struggle, what I am deemed to call catalysts. And while that is a little disheartening at the same time, I understand that this is why my soul is here. I have a mission and it's this, I'm in my purpose now. We've been activated now. If you're listening to this and you're like, this totally resonates with you. I think you're on a mission too. Like this is not over your head. You have gifts. You have access to spiritual things that can affect change in a big way. You know, I always talk about energy and how energy can shift and move. And the people that I coach, uh, my clients, like they can feel a palpable difference in their body once we shift and move that energy. So like, let's shift the energy of the world. We have the tools. We just need to believe that it's possible, that we can make change. It is always that narrative that says, oh, I don't know if I can do anything. I feel helpless. I don't want to be an asshole. Like, I don't know what to say. And if you don't know what to say, that's okay. But take some time to dig into that in a meditation and let your spirit speak to you. They'll tell you. My spirit tells me all the time. Uh, Most of these podcasts, I have no idea what I'm about to say before I say it. And it just starts to channel out some of my posts and the things that I write are bubbles of information, information that have come down from the ether. And I have a thought and I go, huh, uh, and write it down. You know, uh, those of you who are, uh, avid listeners to the show, you know, that I have a guide named Karen and I named her Karen on purpose because <laughs> I thought it was funny that she was the manager of my life and she's going to call, <laughs> she's going to call uh, spirit on me, you know? to keep me in check. Anyway, it's a terrible analogy, but <laughs> I thought it was funny. Whatever. I have to have a sense of humor here. Anyway. Um, but that voice always telling me, you know, kind of guiding what it is that I need to say to the collective. I pray beforehand and I say, what is the collective need? What do you guys need? And, you know, right now I think we, we need 
I, I need to tell you that you have gifts. You have abilities. Hear my voice when I say that because I do recognize that one of my gifts is my voice. So let's just close your eyes for a second and listen to when I say this, that you have gifts. You have strong, amazing, beautiful gifts that are being activated now. And if they weren't being activated before, right now, in this moment, in this second, they're being awakened now. Did you feel that? I felt I have chills all over my body. There's a shift out of that, that I'm, I am in my best way trying to offer you that energy that helps you understand that you are not just a human. Okay. You are a spirit having a human experience and that you have power. You have great power to affect change. Hear that again. You have great power to affect change. You don't need to worry that you have nothing to say, that this isn't your place. If you can't get online and speak up about what's happening, then speak to your God. Speak to your higher power. Ask them to intervene. Let's, let's be on the same page about this, right? It is not black versus white. It is us against an old system. And what we're watching right now are the roaches scurrying that we are cleaning house and we're, we're moving shit around. So I want to empower you today. I want you to know that this is not a situation that's going to just keep happening over and over. We've believed that in the past, but the energy in which we're coming with today, there is no way that we can continue on in the same way that we have for centuries. If you believe that you are a spiritual being, then you have more power than you know, more power than you can imagine. And when we all die, we leave these bodies and we go to our life review and most, a lot, loads of religions have that, that concept. Um, that's what I believe in also. When you look at areas in which you could have helped, did you? When you look at areas in which you could have spoke, did you? When you look at areas in which you could have healed, did you? How did you walk this earth? How did you use this life? What did you do with it? Did you only take times to only, sorry, only take time to experience the sensational aspects of being human? Did you come here to work a job and pay pill, pay bills and then die? No. Like we came here to fuck up shit. And I mean that in the most positive way possible that earth is what called us. We needed to be here during this time to shift gears and change I am so just happy to be in connection with you wherever you're at, that if you're listening to this and it has a, an opportunity to open you up and change your mind, thank you for letting me be a part of that. It has been, I, I look at my life, right? And I look at 
um, a lot of the circumstances that happened to me that I felt were super unfair and areas in which I've suffered immense amount of trauma, um, things that I've experienced through my family, um, through just, I mean, media, through experiences, you know, that have been super, super heavy. I look at, um, my divorce, for instance, um, we had, you know, a tumultuous situation where, um, you know, views, we just didn't see the same way. However, my ex-husband was actually the person that woke me up. He was a catalyst. And while it was painful and difficult and we went through a lot, I'm super thankful. I know that we had some soul contract that was like, this is what's going to propel Aaliyah to a different state of consciousness and get her out of the bubble of religion that's oppressed her for so long. And it was just a simple question. <laughs> I, as far as I remember, he asked me, do you really believe Adam and Eve was a real story? And I remember thinking like, um, a hundred percent, like, duh, you know, like it just was never even a question to me. Um, and we had a small discussion about it sitting on a twin bed in London where we were staying in a friend's office as a place to live. And I just remember, you know, the, the thought process that was happening in that conversation where I felt like the foundations of my entire life were being ripped away from me and how scary that was. But I can see now why that was needed, why that happened. Um, you know, there are like, you have been through some serious stuff, I'm sure. And, you know, I have to ask you, what did you do with it? Did you tuck it away and let that wound fester and cause an infection that you just still won't look at? Or did you use that as a catalyst to move you in a different direction and change the way you saw the world, the way you saw yourself? Did, it, did you let it empower you or did you let it disable you? I look at so many circumstances in my life where I could do better and didn't and got to see and have the opportunity to see how like that affected my life until I dealt with it. And now I'm someone who actively seeks self-awareness, healing, um, you know, a, like to be able to look behind the veil and see, okay, what's really going on here to ask myself the hard questions and look into my pain um, I can, I can guarantee you that if you go to the beginning of this podcast, that I've even changed my mind since I started it seven months ago, like that there is so much growth happening right now. And 2020, as all spiritualists, spiritualists have said that, you know, this is going to be different. This is going to be the year of clarity, 2020 vision that our rose-colored glasses are going to be ripped off in a very violent way. Like, it's aggressive, isn't it? It's aggressive to watch the news. It's aggressive to see on your Instagram what's happening. It's aggressive to have to come into contact with either side of it, you know? Like, um, for people of color in our country, for people of non-color <laughs> uh, in other places, you know, like, we are all having to come to contact with where our comfort levels are, we're having to come into contact with our pain and our wounds, our triggers, what bothers us. Are we going to look at it? Are we going to dig in 
lean in to what affects us, what hurts us, um, so we can have better healing, so we can see things from new perspectives, so we can see us all as one. I hear a lot of people get online and say things about like, um, you know, divided we fall, united we stand. And um, while there's truth to that, the division that we're, we're, we're in, embracing, I would say, um, is as a means of spirit and humanity. It's not necessarily against each other. Some people are still in their, in their bodies and in their fear and in their helplessness and in, the, in, in their, you know, comfort. While some of us are really trying to get into our spirit and get into our oneness and only in our oneness is where we can really define true unity. Unity doesn't mean peacefulness because peacefulness is a, is a, I think a call towards eliminating discomfort. Hear that again, that peace is often sometimes a deflection even to get rid of our discomfort. Like battles have to be fought for real change. Not to mean that I'm embracing violence. I'm just saying that like, that is, that is a big part of it. That when you dig into shadow work, you better believe it's a fucking battle. You better believe it's a fucking battle that it, you know, that old ego doesn't go away quietly and peacefully. Shit. No, that it'll fight with you to hold on to old ideals to survive. And you and your spirit and your ego will have to go toe to toe and get your spirit strong enough to overcome the ego sphere. So what will you be doing during this time? What's important to you to understand and know and expand on? What does it mean for your soul's journey? Like this, this episode is not super eloquent <laughs> and that's okay because you guys get to hear my humanity. You guys get to hear my process and the way that I'm deeply trying to access my own spirit and find ways in which to find hope here, to find positivity, to find healing, to do my part. What did I incarnate for? I've known from a very long time, like very young age, that something was different about me. And I'm not saying that in like a, I'm special kind of way. Not at all. I meant that like, I grew up in uh, communities in which I didn't fit in, um, whether that have been race or even mentality, like even in my church, uh, you know, the, the ideals in which were being presented to me, I was like, this doesn't make sense. And I accepted them because that seemed that that was what was given to me. That was the right thing to do. I trusted someone else's knowledge over my own deep gut intuition. And I let them take that from me. And as I got older, you know, I, I held on to it because it was too scary to imagine what it would have been like if I had adopted a different set of beliefs. And even with what's happening in the news, like as, as a, as a black woman, like to hate my blackness, hate my hair, hate my being, my body that I didn't look like other people, how painful it was to never feel like I fit in. Why did I just want to fit in? We're taught to fit in our society. This old paradigm teaches us to stand in line, to acclimate, to assimilate. 
and be like everybody else because this is how we stay controlled. It's easier to control us. It's easier to feed us with ideas that keep us disempowered. It's better to keep our minds filled with distractions, with news, with negative vibration, with a narrative that's a lie because it keeps those who are perpetuating that in power. And you better believe right now they're fucking scared. This is the movement. It is not just a movement for human rights. This is a movement towards a new paradigm to erase the old template. You can see that in our old paradigms, we've already seen in the last, you know, hundred years, uh, civil rights, um, all the injustices that we face. Think about, sorry, I just got a, a, one of those bubbles. Um, my guide, Karen just interrupted me and she said, witches, think about witches when women, uh, even in men had uh, special abilities or they were able to predict something or tap into intuition or heal things with certain medicines and alchemy, uh, burned at the stake, killed because it was too scary to entertain that this was something outside of our system, that someone else had power. I really deeply think that this analogy, as far as witches go, that we are the new witches. <laughs> it's not a term I really identify with, but like in that essence, like we have power. We have the ability to affect change and heal things and use our spirituality and our vibration and our voices and, and fuck shit up in a good way to change things where a world where we all, we all get to enjoy this human experience. And there's a Greek proverb, I'm going to butcher it, but it says something like a society is great when an old man plants seeds of trees for shade in which he'll never sit in. Something like that. Um, so what we're doing right now is for our future children. It's for future generations. It's also not to say that it's, we're doing it for nothing, right? Like we don't need to get something out of this, um, that our souls are expanding in, in fantastic ways. We are in a very powerful time. And I want you to acknowledge that you are able and hopefully willing to unpack what that looks like for you, what that means, what access that you're going to have to your, your beauty and your mission and the things that are beautiful about what you have to offer the world. Like this makes me excited. This is why we're here. Finally, that nagging that I was feeling for the last few years of like, I'm supposed to be doing something what am I, what is it? What am I supposed to be doing? It's this, like, let's wake up y'all. Let's wake up. Look in your heart, look in your mind, look in the, the ways in which you contribute to society. What are you good at? Are you an artist? Are you a doctor? Are you a healer? What do you do? What are you passionate about? That, that, that's no accident. Like whatever you have that is brilliant and beautiful to you, uh, if you're sitting on that, like you're scared of what people are going to think about it, 
Um, I have a friend who has the most amazing voice. She's terrified to sing. I'm like, you are doing a disservice to the world by hiding this gift that you came here to use. Can you imagine like you're, you had, you know, a million dollars in your bank account and you're like, ugh, you know, I'm just really scared to spend it. You kidding? Like you've been given this amazing gift of that, that you could do a lot with and you won't tap into that wealth. Come on, come on. Like I'm challenging you guys, like deep inside of you, you, you have something, you have something that you're better at than most people that you know. And if you don't know what that is, dig deeper because you've got it. You've got something. And whatever that is, whatever that gift is, especially right now, is it's time to use it. Because if you, if whether or not you are an activist and you speak against hate and prejudice and speak for justice, or you're someone who creates beauty in the world that allows people to have a breath of fresh air during times that are difficult, if you're a comedian that allows people to laugh, if you're, you know, a singer that allows music to be heard and, and affect the emotions deep within our souls. Like you, you have something I'm asking you to use it. I'm asking you to use it. You need to activate whatever gift that you have in your human body from your spirit, from your purpose and use it now. This is the time of awakening. Y'all need to wake up. If you've already woke up, (laughs) then, you know, like, let's, let's, how much more can we wake up? You know, we can always go back to sleep. Not fully, but we can act like we didn't hear what spirit said. We can act like we didn't feel what came to us as a conviction. We can ignore what our purpose is and the ways in which we can make ourselves uncomfortable in order to affect real change. But at the end of the day, I think you already know that's not why you're here. You're not here to, you know, get a job, pay bills and pay taxes and die. Like you have a purpose, you have meaning, you have a voice and it's time to fucking use it. We'll see you in the next episode. interested in becoming a client for energy coaching, find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.